0: It's always good to be back with you guys. Here we are with our midweek service. This is my lovely bride, Pastor Marianne. Hi, I'm (laughs) Bruce. Uh, We pastor here in Bertha, Colorado, and uh, we're glad to have you. Hey, grab your Bible. Amen. Maybe get a notepad and a piece of paper because I believe, you know, God is going to speak to us. Amen. And really, uh, when you become expecting, then you're preparing for what you're going to hear, and that's with the paper and pens uh, being made available to you. So let's go ahead and trust him for revelation tonight. I'm going to believe him for utterance, that he's going to give us words to speak. And how about you believe for ears that hear? Yes. Because this is, this is a spiritual book, and we don't understand it with our mind, we believe it with our heart. So here we go. Father in heaven, we thank you for the word of God. We thank you that as we put our ear to your word, that the Holy Spirit in us is bringing revelation knowledge. That you're opening the eyes, <coughs> Of our spirits and Lord we will hear words that contain life they will contain steps they will contain those things that will cause us to be doers of the word yes, and in that Lord we will be blessed because you told us that the the doer of the word is blessed in his deed and so I say I'm a doer therefore I'm blessed Bless. amen yes. Amen. Glory to God. I am a doer of the word. Therefore, I'm standing on the rock. That's Glory right. to God. Amen. Well, to, tonight we're going to continue what we were doing uh, last Wednesday night. And uh, can you remember the title of last week? We're sharing. Huh? What have coulda, shoulda. Okay. And uh, say that 10 times real quick. And uh, so this is our second installment. And really what we talked about last week, that every one of us as believers, we have skeletons in our closet. Amen. Yes. None of us have been perfect. Uh, never, n- none of us will be perfect. And so in our past, we have missed opportunities. In our past, we've had mistakes that we've made. In our past, we've lost relationships. Amen. Right? Uh, we've had deaths, death of loved ones, those very close to us. Yes. And really, we have a lot of things that we think about that we wish we had done, we could have done. Yeah. We should have done. And in that, it brings, it, it brings thoughts and negative attitudes of regret, maybe even shame, sorrow, uh, sometimes guilt. And all this negative thinking can get us into a place of anxiety. It can get even deeper than that and put us in states of depression. And we talked about last week that, that the world has ways to deal with those kind of things. And how many of you know that they're just Band-Aids? They're just covering symptoms, but they're not really pulling the root of the problem up. Yes. And that's what that's where God is awesome. Because He He deals with things at the root. Mm-hmm. And you and I can be free. In fact, that's what the, that was the whole reason for Jesus coming. Amen, yes. What did he say in John ten? 10? He says, I have come that you might have life and that you'd have it more abundantly. Well, Amen. You, you know, it's his life that, that pulls up those roots. Yes of sadness and sorrow and regret and the remembrance of mistakes and things that that have hurt us. I want you to go to Luke chapter 4, and uh, we're going to begin here tonight. And there's really no sense going back over what we talked about last Wednesday, but you know, you can resource that. You can go to our website. You can go up there and you can uh, find that service, Mm -hmm. woulda, coulda, shoulda. And that would have been seven days ago on a Wednesday night. Also, you can go on Facebook Live and go in there, and you can find some of our services that are recorded. And they're also being recorded on YouTube Live. The Birth and Family Church has a a YouTube account as well. But here in Luke 4.18, Jesus is telling the people why he came. And he says that the Spirit of the Lord is upon me. That's profound. I mean, you got to understand that when Jesus came on the scene prior of John the Baptist and him coming on the scene, there were 400 years that not one prophet spoke. Not one word was given live, so to speak, from the Lord. And so here Jesus came to a very dry time. That's why so much attention came to John the Baptist, because they sensed the anointing of God on him. And they hadn't, they hadn't experienced that for 400 years. It was just a time of silence. So here comes John the Baptist, and they were all fired up, because here's the anointing of God. And he says, hey, there's one coming after me. Check him out. And here comes Jesus. And if they thought the anointing was strong on uh, Johnny, I mean, it was really strong on Jesus. And he demonstrated. He, he didn't just demonstrate it like John did with preaching, he demonstrated in signs and wonders and miracles. And so he told them, he says, the spirit of the Lord is upon me. And the reason he's anointed, because he's empowered to preach the gospel to the poor. And this is the one that I want you to get tonight. Jesus was anointed. He was sent explicitly to heal the broken heart amen. Yes. Amen. amen some of these things that we're talking about this sadness we have this guilt we have this condemnation this 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 thought of man if I had only done this I should have done this I could have done that you know all those are things in the past and it has a tendency to just put us in a place of actually looking down on ourselves mm. we mm. become shameful That's true. We become guilty. We become condemned. It's interesting to me that the devil focuses on your past and my past. Come on. He's always telling us about what we what we did. Yeah, come on. He's always reminding us of maybe what we should have done. Oh, you had (laughs) your this chance right here. Look what you did with that chance. And he's always dealing with our past. Why is that? Because he knows that we can't go back and change it. Yeah. Come on. So he he has us if we if we'll give in to those regrets, if we'll give in to the shame of our past, if we'll give in mm-hmm. of the guilt, the condemnation of our past, and he's got us. Yeah. Come on. Because we can't fix it. We there there are new there are no mulligans, so to speak. In life. There's no do-overs. And so he tries to hold us in the past. You know, I heard a preacher say this years ago. He says, when the devil reminds you of his, of your past, remind him of his future. Woohoo! Come on. Come on. <laughs> you Amen. know, his future don't look so bright. Nope. <laughs> Tell him about those it's thousand years being chained in, in the pits of hell, yeah. being tormented for all that he's done. Amen. Amen. And uh, us laughing at him saying, is this the one that, yeah. that sold on. the nations? Just tell him about his future. He'll he'll probably slow down on how much he's talking about your past. Amen. So let's get in and and let's look at some, some, I hate to call it steps, but things that we need to do about our past. And as I was putting this together uh, today, I was looking at at what the Lord was showing me, and I'm going, wow, this this looks really basic. (laughs) We all know this stuff. Come on. I need to come up with something fancy. I need to come up with something profound. I need to come yeah. up with something they never heard before. <gasps> and he says, uh-uh. <laughs> come on, come on. Go with what they already right. know. You see, it's Amen. interesting. It's not what we know Amen. that helps us. Amen, come on. It's acting on what we know. Yes, that's good. That helps us. Amen. Because you know, Amen. only the doer of the word is the one who's blessed. Woo. I can have all sorts of knowledge and wisdom and understanding and woo-hoo-hoo, I can tell you some stories. If I'm not putting what I know into action, it'll do me no good. So you, you may hear some of these things and go, eh, I knew that, you know, blah, blah, blah. Well, yeah, I, I, I know these things too. But I've got to ask myself, then why am I still being guilty? Then why am I still being condemned? Why am I still shameful? Of my past, maybe I'm not implementing these things. Ooh, come on. And that may be the case with you. So let's get into it. Number one, you know, you and I, we already have peace from God. That's good. Amen. Yes, we do. Look, look at this simple verse in Romans 5:1. Romans 5:1. It says that we've been justified or made right with God. That's what that word "justified means, being in right standing with God. It says that we've accomplished that that by faith, and we did that with his faith. And we have peace with God. Amen. Yes, we do. If I've got peace with God, why am I so shameful about my past? Hmm. Why am I so shameful about my mistakes? God says that I have peace with him. How did I get peace? It says that you have it through Jesus Christ, verse 2, by whom, who is Jesus, also we have access by faith unto the grace in which you stand. You see, we don't Glory. only just use grace to receive from the Lord, but we stand in grace. Amen. Yes. It talks Amen. about the grace of God that we stand in. Yes. I'm standing in his grace, meaning that what he's given me, I didn't earn. I didn't deserve. But guess what? I got it. Come on. Ooh, glory to God. I got it. Yes. And I'm standing in it. Hallelujah. I'm standing in it. Yeah. So you and I need to embrace the peace we have with God. If God isn't sweating our past, why are we? <laughs> Come on. If Amen. we're so mindful Amen. of our past yes. and God isn't, then that's doing something wrong. Yes, that's right. Amen. Amen. So, number one, we have peace with God. Let's read that again. I really, I know this sounds so simple, but, <laughs> but we need to embrace this. We need to wrap our arms around this and say, yeah, this is mine because of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Remember, it's grace. Yeah. It says, therefore, we've been justified by faith or through faith. Remember, faith is the instrument that empowers us to receive God's grace. He's yes. already given these things freely to us, mm-hmm. like his peace, but we have to still receive it. Mm-hmm. You see, there's always a Godward side and a manward side to every blessing. His side is to give it. Amen. But then I've got to be biblically intelligent enough to receive what he's given, and we yes. do that by faith. Yes. So if I'm not walking in peace... Hmm. Maybe I'm not receiving the peace he's already given. Come on. Amen. Amen. And how many know we can change it like that? Vada vum. Vada ving, right? Just just that quick, you know. You know, the things of God are really not that difficult. We I think sometimes we make it difficult. Amen. Because we're overthinking it. Plus, we're going by the, the motivation and the misdirection of emotion. Yeah. Our emotions will mislead us. Amen. I've said this multiple times. I just will say it again tonight. Mm-hmm. If I look over my shoulder and I look at m- noticeable mistakes I've made, I can usually look at and see that I made an emotional decision and that's what got me to make Come the on. mistake. Come on, that's good.
1: Emotion oh, that's will right. mislead
0: us. Yes. Emotion, many times, is just a falsehood. Mm -hmm. It's just a facade. It makes things look real that really aren't. And so we've got to be careful not to be governing our life by our emotions. Number two, you've got to understand that you don't have a past. Woohoo, glory. We'll take that, Lord. You you don't have a past. (laughs) What are you talking about, Willis? Well, <laughs> going over in, in, first, in 2 Corinthians 5.17, another one of these verses you've never heard of before. 2 Corinthians 5.17, just kidding. Uh, it tells us who we've become in Christ. And you understand this is talking about the miracle of the new birth. This is talking about the resurrection of our inner man, our spirit, yes. where we've become a new species that never existed before. We've become a brand new person in Christ. Meaning that on the inside, that spirit man on the inside is recreated or resurrected by the Holy Spirit that comes into us when we invite Christ into our heart. So he says, because you're in Christ, you have become a new creature. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And therefore, your past is past. Old things are passed away. Remember last week, I told you about me thinking about something terrible I did to my grandfather who was so gracious to my mother. Uh, and even to us kids. And yet, as a ignorant, stupid young boy, I, I pulled some pranks on him that were, well, I don't want to go into it. But, you know, that happened when I was unsaved. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Come on. I didn't have the love of God in my heart that was shed abroad by the Holy Spirit. I didn't have his nature. I didn't have the, the understanding of the word of God inside of me. I didn't have the Holy Spirit helping me, co-piloting my decisions. And so I did that in the flesh, pure and simple. But more importantly, that when I became a Christian, the person who did that no longer exists. Amen. Amen. That's right. Why should I revisit something about a dead person? Come on. That's good. Why should I resurrect this man that I used to be? And that's what we do when we bring up our past. You're resurrecting your past. You're giving your past leverage over you, influence over you, and begin to stir up negative emotions. That's true. And uh, that, that's when we start getting off. So we've got to embrace what the Bible says. Whatever your, your, the date of your new birth, and if you don't know it, you need to. Mm-hmm. And if you don't know when you got born again, maybe you should do it again so you do know. Because I use it as a line. I, I, I put a line in the sand. I know the date that I received Jesus Christ as my personal Savior. I wrote it down, but it's etched in my, in my inner man, in the consciousness of my spirit. And, and every time that I look at something and wonder about something, I look at that line. And if it's past that line of when I received Christ, hey, it's erased. God erased it. And if he erased it, why should I, you know, why do I sh- why should I try and resurrect it? Yeah, it's gone. Amen. Yes. Do I s- still feel bad about things? Well, what's that? W- where you go there with that word "feel"? <laughs> Come on. What do you mean? Do I feel bad? Well, that's an emotion. It's, it's already gone. Yes. What the feelings have to do with it? See, see. Once I get my feelings involved in something that no longer exists, it, yeah. it's a no-win situation. <laughs> Come on, it's a no-win. Amen. And you could go to God and say, "Oh, blah, 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 blah," and He's going to say, "I don't even remember that." Woo, glory! Thank Why? Because that person's dead. Amen. He says, "You're brand new, mm-hmm. and the old things that you did, the person who you were, and what that person did, have passed." Away, And then it says from this point forward, all things are new. Mm-hmm. Amen. That's when right. I see my grandfather in heaven and I look at him, he's, he's going to say that got washed away by the blood. Yes. Amen. Yes. He's not up there waiting until I can get up there so he can smack me around. No. It's, it's, it's not. <laughs> he, he, he knows that the person that did that to him was of the world. Yes. And hopefully we'll have some good things to talk about when we get up yes. there. Amen? That'd be great. Like uh, honoring him tonight by saying he, he, did, he did right by us. Mm-hmm. He was an awesome man. He, he took my mom on when she was practically an orphan. And gave her a home to live in and, and helped her through her teenage years. And then he, he helped us boys. And so, uh, praise God, I can't wait to shake his hand. <laughs> and thank him for what he did. Amen? Amen. Now, yeah, but that's the past. So what happens when I make a mistake, say, today? What about the mistake (laughs) I make tomorrow? I might have some regrets about it. I might, you know, feel guilty about that. Well, you know, the Lord's given us a bar of soap. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. That we can get clean when we We make mistakes. (laughs) I want you to go on over to 1 John. 1 John chapter 1. So remember, we already have peace with God. We received it by faith. Number two, God has already erased who we were before Jesus Christ. And number three, when we do mistakes, he tells us exactly what to do with those mistakes. Look over here in 1 John chapter 1, verse 9. And if I showed you that opening of my Bible, you'll notice that the pages there are, are, are all soil. Oh, you don't believe me? Okay, well, let, me, let me show you. There's a reason why this part of my Bible is soiled. Yeah, I'm sure you needed to know this. See, this is, see how dirty that is right there compared to that? Huh? Dirty, white. Don't look there very much. Dirty, look here a lot. I open to this here, because in the ninth verse it says, "If we confess our sins." Woo, come on. You see, the new birth <clears throat> is not received by asking for forgiveness. Because you're going to miss some of them. Yeah No, the, the new birth is a recreation of our human spirit, which means that our past life is erased and/or forgiven. And so, but when we do make mistakes, that's as a Christian, that's when we need forgiveness. And those miss, uh, those missed opportunities, those mistakes, those things that we've done wrong, those things that have hurt other people, those people that we have ought against, those people that we have judged, those all those mistakes, or as the Bible calls it, sin, we have to get it removed from us. Amen. We have to become detached from it. That's right. Really, what we need to do is get it under the blood of Jesus. Ooh, glory, yes. Forgiveness of sins comes by the shed blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. And that's why we partake of the blood with the cup when we take communion. Because it's the blood that has the power to remove sin. Amen. Yes. And so he says... In 1 John 1, 9, he says, if we'll confess our sins, and you understand he's talking about confessing our sins to him. Some of these man-made religions today say that you need a mediator. Oh, you can't just go to God. You've got to wear a fancy robe and have that neat hat. You know, you've you got to have this. You've got to have that. Hello, Jesus is our mediator. And we go to the Father through Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. We don't need a man. Come on. Because we have a God man. His name is Jesus. And he's now our mediator. And so you don't have to confess your sins through a person. Mm -mm. You just go right to him. Amen. And there's times when I make a mistake. Well, you don't need to know how often. But anyway, um, I'll make a mistake. (laughs) And as soon as it happens, I say, Lord, I'm sorry for that. That was stupid. Amen. Oh, did I say, Lord, I'm sorry I just said that. Or I'm sorry, oh, wow. I just judge them. I have no right to judge your child, my brother. That's it. Come you on. know, I just tell them, That's right? Good. I just say it right there. I just, you know, me. whenever you know, whenever I know that we've missed it, that shouldn't be something that causes us to push ourselves away from God. That's what we should use to bring us towards God. Amen. That's and just good. get it yes. right out. Yes. If you and I will train ourselves to every time that we recognize that we... We're, we made a step out of place. That we made a mistake, however small it is. Mm-hmm. There's even times I tell the Lord for thinking a thought. Mm-hmm. Come on. You know Stinking I'm. Thinking. You know I, I'm sorry. I, I thought that of that person, mm-hmm. and I will just get it right out and get it on the blood because He says if you Amen. confess your sins, it says that He'll be faithful and just to forgive us. Hallelujah. Now. I was taught growing up that you could, you could break your forgiver. Or you could only use your forgiver so many times. Like if you did something wrong a certain amount of times, that you'll run out of forgiveness from God. <gasps> you, 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 better, you, you better not do that anymore because he won't be able to forgive you anymore. You're going to go over the limit. How silly is that? That's, that's just silly. Come on. Amen. Well, you're just giving people permission to sin. People don't need permission. <laughs> they're, they're not going asking for permission slips to sin. Nope. They, people, if they want to sin, they're, they're going to sin. If people want to do wrong, when they know to do right, they're going to do it. Amen. You, you can't change what they want to do. You can't change their will. But hey, you can fix it. Amen. I said you can fix it. Yes. Come on. He says, confess it to me confess it to me. Amen. That's what he's saying. Come to me yeah. through Jesus. Yeah. Father, I come to you in the name of Jesus. I missed it right here. Amen. I yes. missed it right here. Yeah. And he's not coming back with, yeah, I know. What do you think you're doing? What's that <laughs> I mean, that's not God. No, it's not all God. He put this, he yeah. put Amen. this into motion so that we can always have perfect fellowship with that's him. That's right. Oh, glory. Hallelujah. That's good. Amen. He always wants us to come to him, and he'll always forgive us. And guess what? It says that he'll cleanse us. Woo-hoo. There's the bar of soap. There it is. Yep. Now, now you need to understand that if you re- try to receive forgiveness by how you feel, then you're not going to receive forgiveness. See, you've got to do this by faith. Amen. What do you mean by faith? Well, he said in his word that if I come to him, tell him what I've done wrong, it says that he will forgive me. And you just have to say, okay, I'm forgiven. And you stop looking for the feeling that everything's okay between yeah. you and God. Amen. Because number one, it is. Yeah, amen. And That's your relationship true. with God isn't based on feelings. It's based on a knowing. He said this, I did that, I got it. Mm -hmm. That's why a lot of people don't receive healing for their body because they're they're not going to believe until they feel that they're healed. Well, they'll never be healed. That's like receiving salvation by feeling like you're saved. I get up in the morning. I don't feel safe. <laughs> I feel like I need a cup of coffee. Is how I feel. <laughs> you know, feeling. Like it's interesting that we're talking a lot about feelings tonight. But it's you know we got to be careful. Our relationship with Him is based on what He says. Amen. And That's us what honoring what He says, yes. then we have what He says. Amen. That's good. So He says that any time that we do something, and I know we've done we've done things as Christians. Some of you have done some things. It may be a, a divorce. Maybe, maybe you lost a loved one, mm. and now you're holding God accountable. Yeah. You're, you're not forgiving Him. Uh, who knows? Someone did you wrong. You know, you're listening to too much cowboy songs. You know, <laughs> "Someone Did Me Wrong" song. <laughs> you <much> know, <laughs> um, you, you, you got to be careful. You know, if we're gonna, if we're gonna let people control us by how they treat us. Come on. That's, that, that's yes. their thing. That's yeah. their deal. I can't, I can't make you treat me the way I think you should treat me. No. I just won't hang around with you very much, <laughs> you know? Amen. Come on. Come on, amen. I mean, that's just, that's duh. Good. That's good, Right? True that. And so um, we've got to just, just do what the word says. He says, confess your, your shortcomings, your mistakes, the, those areas that you've missed the mark. Come to him. And, 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 and when, when you ask for forgiveness, you've got to understand that you've got to be ready to turn the other way. Come on. It's called Amen. repentance. Yes, yes, that's good. If you're coming to God and ask for forgiveness and you're already made plans to do it again tomorrow, that, that's, not, that's not asking do for that. forgiveness. <laughs> that's trying to soothe your conscience, you Come know, mm-hmm. and, and especially when you're planning on doing it again. You need to get something uprooted. Yes you, you got to get something uprooted. Mm-hmm. Amen? Amen. Um, doing a lot of preaching tonight. Let's, uh, let's look at the last one, number four. And this could be the most important one. Number one, we have peace with God. Amen? Number two, we don't have a, any past once we receive Christ. Number two, if we've made mistakes since we've been a Christian, we can receive forgiveness and be, it'll be just like we just got born again. Now, this last one, I think, may be the one we have the most uh, challenge with. Anybody have any ideas what that might be? Well, let's, maybe this scripture will help us figure it out. Let's go to Ephesians chapter 4. Look at verse 32. Ephesians 4, 32. It says to be kind... You with me? Ephesians four thirty-two. It says to be kind one with another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another. In the same way that God, for Christ's sake, has forgiven you. <clears throat> now, how many of you know that the Lord has forgiven us unconditionally? Yeah, come on. Amen. When you go to Him for forgiveness, He doesn't think about it. Well, let me give, let me think if I'm going <laughs> to. Let me not think about it. Hang on. I'll get back to you. No. He, he sees himself on the cross. Yeah, He sees himself paying the price for forgiveness. And so it's, it's, a, it's a done deal. You just have to receive the forgiveness. Amen. Yes. But the person that we have the most difficult forgiving is ourselves. This is where that woulda, coulda, shoulda comes from. Why am I thinking of woulda? Why am I thinking about coulda? Why am I thinking about shoulda? Why am I thinking about that? Because I'm holding myself liable for my mistakes. Come on. I'm I'm beating myself up. Oh, that's good. I that. could have done that. True that. Oh, I should have done that. When are you going to forgive yourself? Wow. Well, there's something I could have done different. We all we all could have. Yeah. Yeah. Not alone. But we're imperfect. Yeah. Yes. There's only one that's perfect. And he's the one that's forgiven us. Amen. Amen. He took but he it also us. wants us not only to forgive others, and to forgive him sometimes when we hold him liable, when he's undeserving. We also have to forgive ourselves. Amen. Yes. That's good. Yes. Because he says, listen to this. It says, forgive one another. That includes me. I need to forgive me. I'm a one-another. Yes, you are. And I'm supposed to do it the same way that Christ has forgiven us. Amen. And Amen. so I've got to receive forgiveness unconditionally. Oh, that's good. Thank you, Lord. And you know, when the devil comes and reminds you of your woulda, coulda, shoulda, you need to go, hey, defeated one. Hang on a Woo! second. Glory. Come on. Hey, you, the one that Jesus ripped the keys of death, hell, and grave out of your hands and put him, put him over you, and he stepped on your head in hell. Yeah. Remember him? The one that has authorized me to have authority over you through his name and through his blood and by the word of God. Let me tell you something. I went to the Lord, and I asked for forgiveness for that. <laughs> Woo, glory. Therefore, I am forgiven and encompassed in that of him forgiving me, I've also forgiven myself. Yeah. So that which you're talking about, devil, has already been removed. Come on, come on, yes, that's right. It's already gone. Boring. Boring. You're talking about something that as far as the east is from the west. Yes. But you know what we could talk about, devil, is maybe your future we could talk a little bit about. You know that Jesus is coming back? Woo, I said, you know Jesus come is coming on, back? He's going to grab you like yes. he grabbed you before yes. by the scruff of the neck, and he's going to throw you down in the pit. <laughs> and I'm going to walk up to the side of that pit and look down at you and go, huh, he don't look like much. Nothing. Amen. Amen. <laughs> but until then, I have authority over you in his name. Glory, yes. And I resist Amen. you, therefore you have to Woo. flee from me. Yes. You see... The best way to talk to the devil is with the word of God. We need to show him 1 John 1 9. Hey, Slick, I confess that before the Lord. I'm already forgiven. So what you're talking about don't exist, so get away from me. I resist you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You know, sometimes we gotta get a little uppity, and sometimes we have to be humble enough to accept forgiveness. You know what we're trying to do by beating ourselves up? It's it's what some religions call penance. You're you're trying to pay for what you did wrong by feeling guilty. Oh, I I can't go enjoy myself. Uh, I did that. I I still need to to keep beating myself up because of that until until I beat myself up long enough that, that, that I'm forgiven. What? we can't forgive anybody and there's no way that we can do anything naturally speaking that will earn forgiveness yeah we have to humble ourselves amen yes we've got to recognize that we made a mistake and that's why we've repented that's why we've turned to god that's why we asked him to forgive us that's why we had to plead the blood of the lord jesus christ and that's why we had to accept his forgiveness by faith, come on, and not based on anything that we have done. That's it. And I'll tell you, that's what sets you free. Amen. Yes. Now, unfortunately, you and I have beat ourselves up for so long that we've gotten accustomed to it. We've gotten accustomed to holding our head down. We've had a custom, you know, in quiet times when we think of certain things that cause us pain by remembering them. And we fall into this place of despair and shame and guilt. We've got to crawl out of that. There's nobody that can crawl out of there for you. Come on, no. And you've got to break that routine. You've got to break that grind. You've got to crawl out of that ditch that you have created. And you've got to get on top of it. And you're going to have to put your nose in the word of God. And just look at these four scriptures that we talked about. And whichever one is pertinent to what's bringing the guilt combination to the shame, you put it up to yourself and say, listen, this is what God did for us. Amen. Yeah. This is what we have. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to enjoy it. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to revel in it. I'm going to be excited about it. I'm going to wipe the frown off my face and I'm going to be happy. <laughs> Just make yourself happy. Just make yourself walk in peace. And then when you fall back into that ditch, get that word out again. Say, uh-uh, I ain't going down there. I'm free amen and you got to work it you got to work it you got to work the word as part of the renewal process of your mind because that's where a lot of this is it's all up here in the realm of our mind our emotions our our intellect and we've got to reprogram that and when we do we can not only get free we can stay free Amen. Yes. So say this. Number one. Number one. I have peace with God. I have peace with God through Jesus Christ. Through Jesus Christ. Number two. Number two. My past. My past. Before Christ. Before Christ is gone. Is gone. It has no power over me. It has no power. Therefore, I have no regrets. Therefore, I have no regrets. I have no shame. I have no shame from my past life. From my past life. Number three. Number three. All the mistakes I've made. All the mistakes I made since being a Christian. Since being a Christian, when I receive forgiveness for that, when I receive forgiveness, it's for removed. That, it's removed. I'm free. I'm free. And number Olivia, four. Number four. I choose. I choose to forgive myself. To forgive myself. For I am worthy. I am worthy because of Jesus. Because of Jesus to receive what He's purchased for me. To receive what He's purchased. I'm not going to work. I'm not going to walk in guilt. Not going to walk in guilt. I'm not going to walk in condemnation. I'm not going to walk in shame. I'm not going to walk in shame. Because I am a new creature. Because I am a new I creature. I am a child of God. I am a child. And God the of God. Holy, Holy Spirit God, the Holy He lives, Spirit. lives in me. He lives in me. And right now. And right now. I have victory. I have victory. In Woo! Jesus name. Jesus glory, glory, glory 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 <laughs> glory. Hallelujah. <clears throat> Hallelujah. Amen. Amen, amen. Well, that's, what all, that's all I got tonight. That's awesome. You got... awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for joining us. <laughs> amen. I'm glad you're here with us. Hey, I did want to tell you that no evil shall befall thee. Amen. That's right. And no nice. plague, no sickness, no virus really? shall come nigh thy dwelling in the name of of Jesus. Jesus, For the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made you free Free from the laws of sin and death. Just lift your hands and say, yes, amen. Amen. I got it. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Uh, We'll see you next time. I think that's uh, Friday morning for prayer school. Love you.